0: Dream Team Fantasy is part of the Rochester Podcast Network.
1: Welcome to another episode of Dream Team Fantasy. I'm Nick Morrow. He's Tyler Syracuse. What's up, bud? What's up, buddy? We're coming off uh,
0: exciting Week 11. We were on a couple of the best plays: Josh Allen, John Brown, and um, uh, Calvin Ridley. Yep. So we had a couple nice FanDuel lineups going with that threesome.
1: Yeah, we had a had a nice line. We had nice lineups going. Uh, broke even until Monday. kind of took a hit on monday i was feeling good about the slate i just had a feeling casey's been tyler's team all year so i was thinking all right this is gonna be a good night casey in mexico city against the chargers Mahomes just gonna air it out to tyreek hill that field was garbage by the way garbage garbage and hill gets injured on the first play and then we had williams the running back for casey he gets injured with his ribs he's out Sean McCoy gets a garbage touchdown while Williams was still in, so that was a nice little vulture. And um, yeah, we just we didn't have it that night. We didn't have the lineup that night. We, I'm sure everyone did. You know, I mean, the winning lineup had Eckler in the captain spot with McCoy and Rivers and, and pretty Keenan much and Allen. It was a it was a Charger, was a charger stack, stack with like with McC- the Chiefs defense and McCoy. And so it was a Charger stack with McCoy and Kelsey is what it was. Yeah. It was well, the one... Chiefs
0: defense had four interceptions too, so they were yeah, in a lot they of They were good the...
1: too. Yeah, yeah, they they were a good one too. Um yeah, so The Chargers
0: are just such a wacky team. They're it's hard to bet any games when they're involved because like they're capable of absolutely anything.
1: And then they're going to get Darwin James back and he's he's a stud, so I mean their defense is going to get better, but I was hoping for a nice little air show with Mahomes and Tyreek Hill and that altitude. And I thought for sure we bolted that it was just going to be airing it out. But um, yeah, it was a good Sunday. We had a decent Sunday. Um, the picks were good too. Um, we were good with our picks. Tyler had a good fan duel. Was it Fan Duel or DraftKings? You were good on Fan Duel on Sunday, right?
0: Yeah, I uh, I had a pretty good week over on Fanduel, DraftKings. I was a slight loser, but definitely winning week. So it was it was a solid week. I had I just had a ton of John Brown. He was like my highest owned receiver, and kind of saw the blow up game coming against the Dolphins there. So so that was good to see.
1: Yeah, I'm sure Hill, the running back for Atlanta, screwed everyone over. He definitely screwed me over. Got vultured a couple times on the one. Um, who else did I have at? They, was at, they were, like, at the one a couple of times, and I think it was Hill. He just – I had a ton of him. Brian Hill and Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs. Yeah, Jacobs. Oh, my God. <laughs> Darren Waller too. dropped a touchdown, so I was tilted about that too. Yeah, I thought Jacobs would have a better day. He had a couple opportunities down there. First and goal at the one, and then they get an, a false start penalty, pushes him back. Uh, and he could have had a sack. huge game for yeah, sure. he could he I had a lot of him. Bad. I had a lot of him, so that hurt. He um, fumbled
0: too, and I mean, he definitely ran pretty bad. He definitely could have had a thirty-point game, but he was probably the highest on running back uh between DraftKings and Fanduel. I think the most tilting things for me were the Vikings defense not being able to do anything that's another one Baby one Hand Boy, <laughs> and then uh Miles Sanders. Solid. Miles Sanders was the other one for me. I just he, you know, he played eighty-five percent of the snaps. I get it. New England has a good defense. I just, I thought he would get more targets. I know Tony Romo mentioned on the broadcast too that he thought Wentz should have been dumping it down to him because the freaking Eagles have nothing. Yeah. I mean, Aguilar sucks and Jeffrey wasn't playing and they were taking away Zach Ertz for the most part. So, so yeah, it was unfortunate that Sanders couldn't get those dump offs. That definitely would have helped out a lot.
1: Yeah. I mean, you talked me into having a couple shares of him, but I didn't have much of him. Um, I was definitely leaning more towards Hill, which. Both of them really didn't do anything, um, but I was really high in Jacobs. Just didn't get that touchdown that I needed. Um, it was kind of a weird week. A lot of the running backs busted because
0: McCaffrey had his you know normal ga- solid game. Guy,
1: the guy didn't even score a touchdown and gets 30 points.
0: Yeah, Zeke was pretty good because he scored twice, but he wasn't really uh, efficient. Dalvin Cook was pretty bad, but he got a lucky touchdown. Leonard Fournette and Josh Jacobs were pretty mediocre, and then the value running backs with Brian Hill and Miles Sanders totally busted. So yeah, you
1: texted me as soon as Marlon Mack scored. You were like, I just cannot get this guy right, and then yeah. he gets injured. He was on his way to freaking oh, yeah, he 202. Have, <laughs> yeah, he was about to have a game too. Um, all right, so let's get into week 12 now i can't believe it's week 12 already um update on the dream team fantasy league i took a dub last week tyler's now lost two in a row he's still sitting up at second though um i'm in sixth team's just not looking good just not a strong team it's a tough league i know i know i've been saying that all year but it is a lot of good players uh the waiver wire people are smart on the waiver wire picking up guys and um Got to be on your toes on this one and top of your game, but uh, still in the playoffs, sitting six. Tyler sitting second. Um, two more weeks until the playoffs start. So, um, if you guys have any season long questions or anything, let us know. Um, if you're out of the playoffs in your season long league, don't be that guy that just folds and forgets about his team. You know, play, continue to play. You know, beat your brother-in-law, beat your brother, beat your friends, beat your sister, your mother, whoever's league you're in. Um, Continue to be competitive because I'm in some leagues where I can already tell one guy's like two and nine and, you know, he's got two guys that are on injured reserve on his team and. He's not picking anyone up, so it's just frustrating. Buy week in a starting lineup. You know, it's just frustrating because then, you know, you're trying and you need him to lose so you can get that first-round buy or whatever, and he's playing. You know, he's not playing at all, so don't be that guy. Um, All right, so let's go to our slate here. FanDuel, DraftKings. I'm going to go. I, I told Tyler this. I'm I'm going all in this week. Um, I don't love the slate, but I just I feel like it's time. I've had a pretty good season, <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna I'm going for the ticket. I'm going for that up top ticket, and uh, gonna play a few big ones on DraftKings and do my usual uh, Fanduel GPP max out. So we'll see what happens. But I'm just laughing because it's typical game. You know, I don't love it, but I'm all in. You know, screw it. <laughs> I mean, I I mean I like it, but I just feel like it, the guys that I like. And, you know, the past two weeks have been okay. And I feel like my research and, like, you know, we're at week 12. We're past the halfway point. We got good analytics on all these guys. We kind of know where everyone stands. You know, the bye weeks are pretty much over. A um, couple more teams on bye. The matchups are decent. The weather's changing. You know, just a bunch of things that we're kind of ready for. And I feel like, you know, I've had a good season. Now the time to kind of maybe unload on a couple good slates and see if we can't get that ticket to Miami or Vegas or wherever the hell they sent. That, they haven't announced where it is, right? I don't think they have. It's so, like when you look at it, it doesn't say like where you'd go if you hit top spot for the twelve million dollar
0: DraftKings. Uh, yeah. 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 I actually haven't looked into it. I know Fanduel is in Puerto Rico. Yeah. I'm not sure about DraftKings. I
1: don't think DraftKings has announced it yet because I was looking to see where it was, but I couldn't find it.
0: Hopefully South Beach because that was, that was a good time when I went. It yeah. was probably the best four days of my life. Yeah, that'd be free sick. Free food, free drinks.
1: Yeah, it's so what it is, it's, you know, it's a certain amount for the lineup and um, – up top, you get a ticket which is valued at somewhere around like sixty thousand dollars or something like that, right?
0: Yeah, when I went, it was valued at sixty-six thousand, which is based on the median um, payout for the two hundred people that would be in the contest.
1: Yeah, so there's like two hundred people that go that win these tickets. Um, you got to finish finish first in these uh, contests, and if you get it and you finish first, you get a ticket. They pay, they fly you down, they pay for your hotel stay, and then you're automatically entered in a gpp for that week with those 200 guys that won <clears> the ticket <throat> excuse me 12 million up top or something like that so it's a,
0: it was a 12 million dollar prize pool and i million went up top, uh, right? 2 million up top 1 million to second and then the minimum payout was twelve thousand dollars, which is nice yeah I mean, if you finish
1: that last, you get 12 grand DraftKings,
0: i mean they t- totally take care of you everything's paid for there's a lot of cool experiences so i got to meet barry sanders um I actually played basketball with the, with a bunch of the DraftKings guys. Got a couple of their numbers. bunch of cool guys there. So I mean, it, yeah, it was it was a great time. I just I didn't have a good lineup, which sucked. But you're pretty much partying for three days, four days before football actually starts. And I, I mean,
1: mean, yeah, I mean, you won the ticket to get there, yeah. and then you know they pay for everything, and you're yeah. there. Just can't complain about yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, you're eating, drinking, staying for free in South Florida for. Fucking fantasy so. in december too in december so good to better. get away from rochester for yeah. sure yeah awesome all right enough of that let's get to it um we'll start at the quarterback position as always up top you got drew Brees, russell wilson Dak, matt ryan stafford's out uh josh allen brady winston out of the top guys here obviously i'm sure everyone's gonna flock to him but i don't know how you can't play matt ryan this week yeah, for me,
0: I'm really just going to focus on two games. It's going to be the Seahawks-Eagles game, and then it's going to be the Bucks and the Falcons. So I'm going to be running a bunch of stacks with those quarterbacks and their wide receivers. I think Russell Wilson's probably the best raw points play on the slate just because we don't have Lamar Jackson on the slate. We don't have Patrick Mahomes on the slate. We don't have Deshaun Watson on the slate. So, I mean, Prescott's been playing really good. I just think playing in New England, we were talking before, We, we it's, they're two teams that are tough to predict. They both spread uh, around the ball a lot. They both have multiple ways that they could beat you, and that's definitely a game we're going to have to research a little more to figure out where we want to go.
1: Yeah, I just don't know where what I want to do with that game, and it being a 425 game, I like to have, you know, some sort of exposure in the 4 o'clock games. Um, just for your lineup purposes, I feel like, you know, Anyone that normally wins a tournament, um, they have someone in those four o'clock games because th- that person's bringing their lineup to the top spot. And I just don't know what Dallas and New England's going to be. I mean, if New England has a weakness, it's it's running, it's against the run. So I, if anyone in this game I want to play, it would probably be Zeke. Um, but yeah, I'm going to fade Dak. I, I'm actually fading Russell Wilson too. The spread is weird that Philly's favored, but the more I looked into it, their defense is getting healthier. And we had talked about at the beginning of the season that we really liked Philly's D um, for season long, and they just haven't haven't produced, but injuries have been just destroying them, and they're getting healthier. And if you look at their past, like, five games, they've just gotten so much better. And, yeah, Russell Wilson's having a great year. But going into Philly, um, they're coming off that battle with – Philly's coming off the battle with new England. I just think Philly's D can stop Russell Wilson in the 8,200. I don't think I'll pay up for him. What is he on DraftKings here? He's the top guy in DraftKings um, at 6,800. So I I just, I just feel like you could save the money and get Matt Ryan in the dome at home against the worst pass defense in the league in Tampa Bay. And Matt Ryan's been playing great as much as Atlanta has been awful. Um, and I just think the savings you could pay up elsewhere, like running back and stuff like that, when we get to us when we get to those positions. But I don't know. Russell Wilson scares me this week on the road in Philly.
0: Yeah, I think the Eagles defensive line can take advantage of that. Seahawks offensive line. You're definitely gonna need Tyler Lockett healthy if you're interested in playing Russell Wilson. Um, but they do have Josh Gordon there and they do have DK Metcalf going up against the Eagles, struggling secondary, but you make a good point. They have played better. Um, back to the Cowboys and Patriots game, I, I think it, it is a pace-up game. So they're the first and third teams in uh, situation-neutral pace. So there figures to be a lot of plays in that game. Uh, we'll get to it more when we get to running back and receiver, but I, I think um, I think Zeke and Edelman would be the most bankable options the more I think about it. just You're going to have Gilmore on Cooper and then yeah. Michael
1: Gallup could have a big game because he's I feel like Cooper's been having like a nagging injury too yeah so, he only played like half the snaps last week too yeah. so so with Gilmore on him I think that's going to shut him down Dex been good but he can make mistakes he I've seen you know we've seen him have the three interception games and New England's a tough place to play you know Belichick's going to be ready for him. you know that New England defense at home is going to be fired up um it's you know it's a prime time game here um I just I just I, I want something from it but I don't know what I want yet, you know? And I want Zeke, but he's expensive. Um, but I, I definitely no interest in Dak this week. The quarterbacks, uh, for me this week, it's probably going to be Matt Ryan. Um, and I might actually I might actually do a little Sam Darnold this week um, at home against Oakland.
0: What about Winston?
1: No, I'm not going to play Winston. Uh, I know I, the Falcons heard,
0: defense has played better, but I think They have Winston played better, I and I team. heard
1: since the bye – Uh, Dan Quinn gave up calling the plays, and now he's more focused, and he can focus on the defense and what he's kind of was brought there to do and what he's good at is being a defensive coach. And since he's done that, their defense has been lights out. Winston just – he's Winston. I mean, he's bad, and that offensive line of his is bad. Um, I, I Honestly, when I made a couple lineups today, I have zero Tampa Bay. I, maybe Mike Evans, but I'm not interested in anyone in Tampa Bay. I might even play Atlanta defense, but they're too priced up for me. When you when we get to the D, they're just too priced up for me. Um, I just don't have any interest in Winston this week. I, I kind of like, I like Matt Ryan. Um, I like Sam Darnold. I liked Carson Wentz, um, and I possibly might throw in some Baker Mayfield this week. Um, he's been playing good too, and. I saw at the beginning of the season he's had a tough season, and his next couple matchups, including this one against home against Miami, I mean, he should be able to throw to Odell and Landry, and Njoko might be back, um, dropping it off to Hunt. Chubb should run wild. That should be a good game to kind of target as well. But those will probably be my quarterbacks. I don't know who I'll have the most of. I'm sure everyone will be going for Matt Ryan, but it'll probably be Matt Ryan, Mayfield, Darnold, and a little bit of Wentz for me.
0: Yeah, for me, it's going to be the really focus on that Seahawks-Eagles game, so it's going to be Russ and Wentz, and then I think I like the Bucks falcons game a little bit better, so I'll have more exposure on, on Ryan and Winston. And then the more I think about it, I'm probably going to get some Prescott in there just because New England runs a ton of man coverage too, and I, I think that's going to be a game where Prescott might be able to run for 50 yards, and, and that's definitely going to increase his ceiling, so... I can I'll, see that. I'll definitely have to research that one more, but I'm starting to like that game more and more uh, the more I look at it. I, I think that, could game, that game could go over the total.
1: I feel like it could go over, or it could be just like the Philly-New England game last week. You know, yeah, you get some plays, you get a punt, you get a field goal, you know, New England scores, you know, Philly drives down the field, New England causes a turnover, I just – I really don't know. I I want it. I want to be involved in that game, but I I haven't figured out the way yet. Um. All right. So let's go to running back up top. Obviously McCaffrey, and then they got Derrick Henry second on Fanduel here. Where is he on DraftKings? DraftKings he's down. DraftKings quite a bit. he's down. Which I love Derrick Henry on DraftKings. Um. Fanduel they got him priced up. I mean eighty four hundred. He's above Kamara and Chubb and Zeke. Um. I do like Derrick Henry a lot this week. I. I'm going to be playing him in my big lineups on DraftKings. I've already locked him in. Um, Against that Jacksonville run defense is bad. Um, Watched him last week because I had a buddy over who was a Jags fan, so we're watching it, and they're bad. Uh, Marlon Mack was about to have a big game. And Tennessee, even if they're down, still gives Henry the ball. He's almost guaranteed 20 touches. Um, I wish his price was a little less on FanDuel. That's why I'm going to head over to DraftKings and play him. Um, but I like Derrick Henry up top.
0: Yeah, so I'd take Kamara, Chubb, or Zeke over Derrick Henry. I'm just not the biggest Derrick Henry fan. And I think the Jaguars are going to show up. Uh, they had a dud of a performance with Nick Foles back in the lineup. I do think I'm going to fade McCaffrey this week. I think it's going to be tough to get him in this week. I'm not seeing too much value. Um, but I'm really high on Oven Kamara this week. I think he's going to be my high zone running back. And then you got to love the matchup with the Browns going up against the Dolphins. So you could definitely be taking some of Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. And Kareem Hunt has a pretty affordable tag at 5600 um, Pretty much skipping over Saquon Barkley
1: and Chris Carson. Um, tough matchups for both of them. I'm going back to Bell. I'm going back to Bell this week. <laughs> I'm just going back to him. Oakland, I'm probably skipping over him too. I'm going back to Bell. I'm going to give him one more shot. I didn't play him last week. Scored a touchdown. I feel like you know, Sam Darnold's been playing good. The Jets been playing good. I think they're going to stop Oakland's offense. Uh, Jets' defense will stop Oakland. Bell will get the ball. They'll give him touches. They're starting to throw to him out of the backfield. Oakland's awful at uh, receiving running backs. So I definitely like Bell at 7,300. Um, back to what you were saying about Kamara. I, I love Kamara. I love the matchup. For some reason I'm just worried about Murray this week. Last week I wasn't worried, but this week I'm worried about Murray just because Caroline is so bad at like stopping the run and Murray's that more of like pure runner, where Kamara's more of like the elusive out of the backfield speed and Murray's that like right down the middle, pounded down your throat kind of runner. So he worries me a little bit. Um, I just think Kamara's due for some touchdown,
0: positive touchdown regression. I mean, he's gotten so many touches inside the red zone. Every week I I go back and watch the film. I don't know exactly how many touches he has inside the 10, inside the 5, but it's been a lot, and he only has one touchdown in the year. He had another touchdown called back by penalty last week. I think they're going to go out of their way to get him in the end zone this week, and I I think it's going to be a week where he scores multiple times. So. Like I said, he's definitely going to be my highest on running back.
1: Yeah, I like him. I like Chubb a lot. I mean, that matchup is just too good to pass up, 8,200 on FanDuel, and then DraftKings has him up third highest at 8,100. Just a juicy matchup here at home against an awful Miami defense that just two or more of their defenders got injured or they put them on injured reserve, like their two best corners or something like that. So just – they're, they're trying to get rid of that, you know, get that first pick. Fitzpatrick's probably next to get benched because he's the only one that's competing. Um, but I love Chubb. I probably play Chubb and Kamara and Henry over Zeke. That's why they have him priced where he is. It's just a tough matchup at New England. But like I said, if if New England can be exposed, it's running backs. And, I mean, no one better than Zeke, really. Yeah, and there's a bunch of interesting plays in the mid-range. So for me,
0: I would tend to gravitate back towards Leonard Fournette. I know that the coach is saying that they need to get him more involved like they were early on in the season. Um, It was weird because last week coming off the bye, he only had eight rushes. He did have seven targets. He caught all seven of them uh, going up against the Colts, but he kind of struggled with efficiency. He had less than three yards per carry. Jalen Samuels is definitely interesting, assuming James Conner is going to be out. He's priced up to 6,900, but he's got pretty much the best matchup in football going up against the Bengals.
1: I just think he's too much. I mean, that's a high price tag for him. 6,900, I think, is just. I just think he's going to be their main guy. Uh, it's looking like
0: Juju's not going to play. It's looking like Connor's not going to play. Deontay Johnson might not play. So it's going to be a lot of. I mean, I can see Samuels getting, you know, that game when he had 15 catches. I could see another one of those performances running the Wildcat. getting I the, just
1: feel like. <sighs> I feel like I'm going to stay away from this game completely. Um, Cincinnati's Cincinnati's D's been playing better. They looked good last week against Carr and that offense. And Carr and Jacobs and Waller are much better than what Pittsburgh's going to be putting out on Sunday. It's pretty much all backups, no pouncy. I think Cincinnati's going to be able to get to Rudolph. He doesn't do anything for me. He's nothing special. And I don't think, you know, I think Pittsburgh might lose this game. I think Cincinnati might get their first win, especially with if Juju's out, if Walker's. out. Sounds like you out, should bet the Bengals plus six and a half. I I mean, I'm probably, they might be in my teaser. Who knows? i have to wait to <laughs> the end of the show. But yeah, they. I just feel like Cincinnati is going to have a chance at home against this absolutely banged up Pittsburgh team. The only player I really do like in this game is probably Vance McDonald at tight end, but I think Jalen Samuels is just, I think he's too, too expensive at 6,900. I'd rather pay down and Honestly, to play Phillip Lindsay at 6,300 going against Buffalo. I think that's going to be a low scoring game, and I think Lindsay's going to get at least fall in the end zone.
0: I did think Lindsay was interesting. I know the Bills, I actually heard an interesting stat on them. They they refused to put eight guys in the box, so they've really been focusing on stopping the pass. That makes me like them. So even more. they're honestly willing to concede um a lot of rushing yards which i think that's
1: why they maybe that's probably why they've been so bad at stopping the yeah, run
0: which kind of makes sense too cuz we've seen New England take a similar approach over the last several seasons because it's just hard to go down the field when you're running the ball you know 10 times for 5 yards cuz <clears throat> if you have one penalty it's going to set your offense back and Basically, when you look at the yards per play, obviously yards per play on a pass attempt is going to be much higher than uh, when you're running the ball. So a lot of the analytics point towards heavy passing approach. So defensively, they're just deciding to allow teams to pretty much run the ball on them and, and take away the pass, which, which makes sense, but it also makes them susceptible to running backs. So I, I do think Philip Lindsay is an interesting play. But.
1: And I think Denver's D will be able to stop Buffalo, so they'll have the ball. They'll get plays. Um, it kind of
0: worries me. If you're a Bills fan, I just feel like it's weird that they're only minus 3.5. I I just feel like it's a trap game and that they might come out and and not really play well.
1: Yeah, that's a great point. A couple other guys down here that I wanted to ask you about. One was um, in that Dallas-New England game, if we do think that it's going to be a fast pace, up-tempo, scoring kind of game, James White, I kind of like as well, is maybe someone on the New England side to get in there at sixty one hundred. Um, so know, I've
0: been playing him, and he just hasn't had a ceiling game yet. It's he just... hasn't,
1: but I feel like if if anyone can score on New England, right, it's got to be Dallas. If not, you know, not Kansas City, it's got to be Dallas. Their offense has been great. Um, they have a ton of weapons. I think Gilmore is going to shut down Cooper, just for the sure fact that I think he's kind of banged up a little bit. Um, but you got Gallup, you got Cobb, you got Old Bones Wenton, you got one of the best running backs in the league at Zeke, a great offensive line. Dak's been playing great. And if Dallas puts up some points, you know, we see James White in that tempo, fast paced offense, just catching passes. And that's all that Brady does. He does those dunk down passes to James White to Edelman. Um, and I'm just trying I'm just trying to talk myself into something in this game to take.
0: Yeah, like I said, I think the most bankable option is just Julian Edelman. He's continued to see double-digit targets over the last several weeks. I know he's been dealing with this rib injury, but he's had 10 targets, 11 targets, 11 targets, 12, 15, 9 in their past six games. So obviously he's the main option uh, for the Patriots, and Dallas hasn't been that good at covering the slot. And then it was reported that Mohamed Sanu suffered a high ankle sprain, so he was limited and I don't even know if he practiced today – but he might be banged up. I know he kind of stuck in the game, but he wasn't looking as effective. He did not practice on Wednesday. So I know they got Nikhil Harry back in the lineup, but Brady probably doesn't trust him yet. He's a rookie. He hasn't, you know, had too much playing time with him yet. Yeah,
1: I mean, you're almost guaranteed double-digit targets for Edelman at this point. You know, he's his guy. Um, And like I said, I mean, if we think Dallas is going to put up some points against New England's D, which is going to be tough, um Edelman's gonna get his another guy I wanted to ask you about and I know I texted you this earlier Washington just keeps showing up they have honestly the best matchup the past five games Detroit has been the worst defense in the league pass and run they've just been so bad um Darius Geis is back I don't think AP is gonna be playing at 5400 and I think I heard Chris Thompson might be back but Guys has been the guy when he's there, and if AP is injured and not playing, it, it kind of I, I like it. I mean, fifty so, four hundred. <laughs> he doesn't got to do much. Fifty yards and a touchdown, you know, and a couple grabs maybe, and he hits value. And going against the worst defense, you know, Stafford. You know, they're down to like their third string running back. Their deep, you know, Slay is going to take away. Um, um, what's his name? McLaren. McLaren. Yeah. McLaren. Um, so I just feel like it's going to be a Geist show. I mean, Washington's got to do something against this awful defense. And I think Geist is going to be the guy. I just don't trust anybody in the Redskins offense,
0: mainly because Haskins sucks. He's awful. And then in the Redskins backfield, they Wendell Smallwood led the Redskins in snaps last week. Darius Geist led them in fantasy points. And then Adrian Peterson was still out there a good bit. I know he he didn't practice today with a toe injury, but I was just reading reports that Chris Thompson returned to practice today. So there theoretically could be four guys in that backfield. It just, you know, in a, in a bad offense, if you're going to have four guys splitting snaps, it's just not something I'm interested in fantasy. Now, if Adrian Peterson gets ruled out and the reports are positive on Geis, that might change some things, but as of now, I'm probably not going to invest in any Redskins.
1: Yeah, I mean, if, if Adrian Pierce, if AP's out, I'm going to take a shot at Geis. I mean, too cheap, great matchup against, like I said, I mean, all the, all the studying I did today and all the numbers I crunched. I mean, Detroit's the worst. The past five games, they have been the worst defense. They've given up the most fancy points to quarterbacks, to wide receivers, to running backs. They're just awful, and it's like, you got to get Washington in there somehow. But Haskins is so bad that I don't want to play any of the Washington wide receivers because I don't trust him at all. But I don't know. GPP play at 5,400. I'll definitely, definitely going to have some Darius Geis if AP is out.
0: I think the cheapest running backs I would go with are Kareem Hunt, 5,600, who's actually seen a pretty nice role since coming back off suspension. He saw nine targets in his first game back and eight targets in his second game. And then he had four and six carries. And Nick Chubb's been ineffective um, from the goal line, so you wonder if Kareem Hunt will start to take away some of those touches inside the red zone. And then if Jordan Howard's out again, I'm going to definitely go back to Miles Sanders, 5,600. It's just uh, the Seahawks' defense is not any good. Philly's playing at home. It's a must-win situation. They still have a really good offensive line. They figure to keep the game close. It's only a one-point spread. Like I said, he played 85% of the snaps last week. Uh, For whatever reason, Carson Wentz wasn't, Dumping it down to him, but you'd think that they'd grind the film and realize that they should get the ball in his hands. He was a extremely explosive player at Penn State. He actually had a higher yards per carry and heart uh, yards per catch than Saquon Barkley uh in his career at Penn State. So he's definitely a good player. And assuming Jordan Howard is out, I'm definitely gonna be going back to Sanders. He'd probably be the cheapest running back I'd go with this week.
1: Okay. Yeah, I like Hunt down here. I'll probably get some shares of him. I mean, it's another great matchup against Miami. Um, all right. Wide receiver up top. You got Michael Thomas, Julio Evans, Godwin, Galladay, Cooper Edelman. Um, I mean, it's hard not to play Michael Thomas. Great matchup at home against an awful Carolina secondary. Um, Julio's in a great matchup at home against an even worse Tampa Bay secondary. Um, I know that Evans and Godwin have a good matchup, but I I just think I'm going to fade them this week. Um, Cooper, I'm not going to play. We talked about that. Edelman. I, Edelman, I mean, if I go to this game, I I, I like Edelman, I like James White, and I like Zeke. Those are, you know, the more we talk about it, three guys that I I might try and target and get in a lineup to get some exposure to this game. Um, But, yeah, we had talked about Odell. I I like Odell this week. You like Odell this week. I mean, this has got to be his week at home against an awful Miami defense. I know Baker's been looking for Landry, but Odell's got to have at least one game this season, and why not this week?
0: Yeah, so he got to the one-yard line last week, um, and for whatever reason, they went away from him in the second half. It's just uh, it's a price thing. It's a great matchup. He's priced as the wide receiver 11, and I would pretty much bet anything that Odell Beckham will finish as a top five wide receiver this week. I would probably even bet him as a top five um, wide receiver. So I, I just think he's going to have no problems beating the Dolphins secondary who just give up big games over and over against opposing wide receiver ones. And
1: they just lost their best cornerback that they had out there and another defensive player that they just put on IR for the season. Yeah, and they
0: can't generate a pass rush. And, and you know Baker Mayfield and the Browns want to get Odell Beckham going. He's only got one touchdown on the year. He's a crybaby, so, you know, he wants to get his stats. The Browns have actually won two games in a row. And when they beat Miami, it's going to be three in a row. Look out! Unfortunately, Miles Garrett had that idiot helmet thing where you know he smashed Rudolph's head and um, that was awesome. Now they're pretty much they're pretty much not. They don't have any chance because Miles Garrett's their most important player on defense. So that was unfortunate because I got a lot of Browns futures and I was getting excited. I actually put out a tweet that. You know they won. They won two in a row. They're playing Miami. They still play the Bengals twice, but then the play after is when Garrett did that, and now it's uh, pretty much over for them. But
1: well, I think maybe it helps the fantasy value at least for Odell and Landry and Chubb and Hunt here because
0: yeah, I think the Dolphins could definitely maybe the Dolphins
1: put up some points, keep it close, Um, force Mayfield to. Throw the ball a little bit to Odell and And the Landry. spread was
0: still 10 and a half, which seemed weird to me because uh, Ojanobi's out and Myles Garrett is out. So their defense isn't going to be nearly as good. And the over-under was 44 and a half that's So low. I would tend to go with the Dolphins uh, with the points, and then uh, I like the over as well. That is a low. Especially on the Cleveland side.
1: Yeah, it's a low total. That worries me a little bit worries me a little bit, but I, I do like Odell. I, I do like Landry again this week. He's definitely been um, Baker's favorite target, so I, I'm, I'm going to get some exposure to both of them. Down a little farther, I'm going to play some Calvin Ridley. I did play him last week, but not enough. Um, I wish I had more of him, but I did not play enough of him. This week, I'm going to play him. i um, going to try and get him and Julio and Ryan in, like, a stack lineup. Um just a great matchup. I mean, at home, in the Dome, you don't got to worry about weather or anything. And against, you know, the Tampa secondary, hard to pass up. Another guy I like down here at 6,700 is DK Metcalf going against that Philly secondary. Uh, I think if Lockett plays, I like Metcalf even more. I know it sounds off, but if he plays, I like Metcalf going against – um the second corner for Philly. Um, I, I just think that their, their corners are probably their weakest. I know they've been getting better, but I feel like Philly's going to get up and it's going to force Russell to throw the ball. And I think Metcalf is going to be the one that gets in the end zone. Maybe once or twice on Sunday.
0: Yeah. I like that call. We've been attacking the Eagle secondary all year. Um, going up at the the top range i think you pretty much still have to take michael thomas he's just been really good he's averaging 19 fan duel points a game which is just
1: absurd he's so expensive and you have to play him and we talked about i mean there's not much value on this slate and it's either you know you try and pay up for mccaffrey or michael thomas really you're not getting both in your lineup um but yeah i mean michael thomas has just been lights out every week
0: and julio jones did not practice on wednesday with a foot injury so we're not sure if he's going to play we we'd assume that he's going to be out there but um i think like we said we're going to stack that game a bunch of different ways at least i am nick's not as high on on tampa as i am but i'm definitely gonna be running um you know julio stacks ridley stacks godwin and evans it's kind of hard to distinguish which guys you should be taking but we like that game in general so i'm, I'm going to be stacking it different ways for sure
1: Yeah, that's just the one issue I have is just then you got Bray 14 targets last week Then you got OJ Howard who comes back week uh, his first week back from injury scores a touchdown and then lays a goose egg last week. And it's just, you know, between Evans, Godwin, Bray Howard, who do you play? Yeah, it is tough. I mean,
0: normally it's been a pretty concentrated offense with Godwin and Evans, but then all of a sudden Cameron Bright popped up with 14 targets out of nowhere. Targets. that's insane. <laughs> and I, I was texting Nick because I had played Bright and Cash on DraftKings. Uh, I think two weeks before that, and it was a game where O.J. Howard was out. And Cameron Bray put up a zero with zero targets, and then all of a sudden he comes out and gets fourteen, which was
1: yeah. And the week after OJ Howard comes back, and yeah, scores a touchdown, you think all right. And then OJ Howard the only
0: played eighteen snaps; he got benched because he he had that ball where he he tried to catch it behind his back, and then oh, it yeah. popped up in the air for an interception. Yep. So Bruce Arians and By- Byron Leftwich just hate that guy for for whatever reason. I don't um,
1: I don't know why Winston likes him, but you're right; Arians hates him.
0: I do think Allen Robinson is an awesome. Fanduel GPP play this oh week. My God. He's seventy five hundred, so people are going to get scared off. He's priced he's priced up with guys like Amari Cooper and Godwin and Edelman and Lockett, and he's even more expensive than Odell. I just think going up against the Giants.
1: I I like I mean I like him I really do, <laughs> but I fucking Trubisky sucks, yeah. man. It's just we love to attack the
0: Giants, yeah. the the Raiders, the Bengals, and the Dolphins. It seems like every week opposing wide receivers just go bonkers against those teams
1: it's just i mean i kind of wish trubisky was out and daniels was playing yeah i would honestly prefer that too because if daniels was playing then i would really like Allen robinson he would lock in on a raw oh, sure. seriously but i mean the guy is an absolute freak of a talent i mean he's just on a bad team with a bad quarterback and doesn't get you know the respect that he should I just, Trubisky's just bad, man. Watching that game last week, he can't throw the ball. He doesn't know how to hit his receivers, overthrows them, underthrows them, takes sacks, throws interceptions, you know, and then everyone's talking about how he got benched. Now all of a sudden he's got an injured hip, but I don't know. If, If Chase Daniels plays, I'm definitely gonna get some Allen Robinson, but if I play Allen Robinson and Trubisky as a quarterback I'm I'm not gonna feel I'm not gonna feel great about it <laughs> yeah and wide receiver is really tough this week honestly there's not so like last week
0: we had all those receivers that we liked in the 5k range we had Debo Samuel who went off we had Calvin Ridley who went off we had John Brown we had Marquise Brown this week I'm not really seeing too much um, Curtis Samuel's down there but you know they're playing on the road against the Saints you got Terry McLaurin down there but they're you know Haskins sucks and He's projected to have shadow coverage against a really good corner in Darius Slay. Uh, Muhammad Sanu's on the injury report. Tyler Boyd's going up against a really tough Steelers defense. Philip Dorsett's on the injury report. New England spreads it around too much. Robbie Anderson hasn't been consistent at all. I think
1: this is his week. I think this is Robbie Anderson's <sighs> I'm, I'm just, week. I'm done with him. I know you're sure. done with him, but I, I think this is his week. Oakland's secondary is not good um
0: it's just Robbie Anderson's played the Dolphins the Giants and the Redskins three teams we just talked about that we love to target
1: and and Oakland's the other one so he's got a hit out of (laughs) one of the teams we like to target right it's just
0: he got three targets three targets four targets and the best game he had was two catches for 33 yards. he did get in the end zone last week against the Redskins but it was his only catch he just doesn't have the chemistry right now with Darnold I just don't trust anyone on that team really um, I know they had. they're coming off a good game against the Redskins. I'm I'm playing there's no way I
1: can go back to him. I'm playing Robbie Anderson, I'm playing some Love Bell, I like Sam Darnold, I like the Jets this week.
0: I'd rather go back to D.D. Westbrook than than uh Ugh, Robbie disgusting. Anderson. Disgusting. No,
1: absolutely not. <laughs> Honestly the the, <laughs> the dart throw at wide receiver I'm going to play is Paul Richardson, if he's healthy at five thousand. I, I just I can't not play anyone from Washington as bad as Haskins is and how much he sucks. Detroit's defense might be worse, and its I think that you know, Slay is going to take away um, Washington's top guy, and I just feel like Richardson's going to be that guy. He's going to be open, and Haskins is going to try and get him the ball. He's going to have to. He's got to throw to someone, and he's not going to throw Slay's way because Slay's really good. He's by far Detroit's best player um so paul richardson at five five k you don't need much yeah not for me yeah i know (laughs) i just wanted to say it (laughs) we'll go on to tight (laughs) end okay (laughs) (laughs) um up top two guys at I don't think they're going to play this week, and Austin Hooper and Ingram, I think they're both going to be out, so tight end is going to be another tough week.
0: Yeah, it looks like Austin Hooper already got ruled out, and Evan
1: Ingram did not practice. Yeah, he's out of the walking boot, but I don't think he's going to play.
0: But, yeah, we don't have Kittle on the
1: slate. We don't have Kelsey on the slate. and Waller's been off, and I don't think he has a good game against the Jets defense, who's been really good. Ertz is a a weird one. I like the matchup with Ertz, but he's just – him and um Goddard's just been i i don't know goddard has been on the field a lot and it's just it scares me to pay up for Ertz here um i don't have any interest in cook this week hollister has been great with um him and um wilson have had a great chemistry i think my play this week at tight end is gonna be ryan griffin <laughs> at 5600 i'm going to the jets i mean oakland's defense is not good It's in New York. Sam Darnold's been playing good. Oakland's another team we like to target. I mean, and Sam Darnold looks for Ryan Griffin. If you're not going to play Robbie Anderson, play Ryan Griffin. I mean, five targets last week, five grabs, 109 yards, a touchdown. I mean, Miami, he had eight targets, six grabs, 50 yards. A week before that, four grabs, four targets, 66 yards, two scores. So, I mean, all you need him to do is get a couple grabs, 50 yards, and a touchdown, and you hit value. Not so,
0: for- FanDuel pricing for tight ends is just really strange because they're all bunched together so closely. And assuming that Austin Hooper and Evan Ingram do not play, I'm pretty much just gonna lock Darren Waller, Zach Ertz, and then I'm gonna go down to some Dallas Goddard. So those are probably the only three tight ends I'm gonna play this week.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna play some Goddard. Um, I'm gonna ch- I like Vance McDonald a little, little bit. Um, as the one pit play, if you want to play someone from pit, um, I like Vance McDonald on that side of the ball. Um, but I think Ryan Griffin's going to be my guy this week at 5,600. I just,
0: I just, it's just tough to click him when you, when you could, you know, come up with $500 more and get a legit tight end, a top five tight end in Zach Ertz. And you know, the targets are going to be there for Ertz. Whereas Ryan Griffin has seen games where he's only seen, you know, two or three targets, so I think it's pretty clear that uh, to pay up for Waller and Ertz, who you know are going to get the targets.
1: Yeah, I have zero interest in Waller. I'm not going to play him at all. Um, Ertz, uh, Ertz I'm going to play. I just – I don't know. I feel like with Goddard, he's just – you don't know. I mean, Ertz is going to get his targets. Yeah, he's had 11, 11, 4, 6, 9 the past five weeks. Um, I don't know. If Jeffrey plays, I – I don't I don't know if Jeffrey plays are you as high on Ertz I mean if Jeffrey's out then I really do like Ertz. but if Jeffrey plays
0: yeah I think either way they're gonna it's a must win for Philly I think Carson Wentz is gonna be looking for Ertz and I, I think they're gonna have success on offense they're gonna be in the red zone I think he's gonna get in the end zone this week so okay. I just
1: think he's way too cheap yeah Titans a tough one not much this week um I think that's it. I really don't have any more. I mean, no fant has been good since Baby Hands has been behind center, <laughs> but I don't think I have any – I mean, 10 targets last week. That's pretty good. Um, he might be someone to take a look at at 5,100.
0: Yeah, I just don't trust any Broncos pass catchers going up against that. Bills pass defense.
1: Uh, the only – I mean, if the Bills get ahead and they got to throw the ball and Sutton's covered, I mean – Noel Fant has clearly been Baby Hands' uh, go-to guy. <laughs> I'd rather
0: target the the Bills' defense. And uh, the third week, we're going back to the well, targeting Baby Hands. I think I think he's due for a pick six.
1: Okay. All right. Let's go to defense up top um, on Fanduel. You got the Bears, Lions, Steelers, Saints, Bills, Titans, Raiders, Pats, all the way down at forty six hundred. That I mean, that just that Fanduel has the best defense. You know, points wise, you could say in fantasy, all the way down. At 4600, just that worries me too. That makes me think that they probably there's they're they're thinking that Dallas is going to get some points and put some points on the board here. Um, my play this week at tight end or at defense, excuse me, is going to be Tennessee at 4700. I think at home against the Jacksonville team that Tennessee is really good. I think they're top two at stopping the run, so I think they shut down four net. Um, Nick Foles is you know he's good for at least a pick or two. I could see a pick six um, from Tennessee in a couple sacks. So at 4,700, I think that's going to be my defense play this week.
0: Yeah, for me, it's really going to be the Steelers going up against the Bengals. That's the offensive line versus defensive line mismatches. That's probably uh, going to be the biggest one of the week. And then I'm going to go with the Saints going up against Kyle Allen, who's really struggled the last couple weeks. And then the Bills home against baby hands. So for me, I'm really going to focus on those three defenses. They're all kind of in the same price range. So the Steelers are 5K, the Saints are 4,900, and the Bills are 4,700. I'm not really seeing too many punt defenses this week. I would imagine that the Falcons are going to get talked up uh, 4,300. They've played a lot better the last two weeks, but I'm not so sure. I mean, anytime you're going up against Winston, you could get a pick six and get a bunch of turnovers, but I just think they're going to be a little too chalky for a defense. And I'm not interested in the Browns because they're just not going to have the same pass rush without their their top two uh, defensive linemen this week.
1: So a dart throw on defense that I like are the Jets um, at 3,600. I just think at home um, they'll be able to stop Jacobs. Jacobs has not been good on the road, and the Jets have been really good against um, running backs. And I could see Carr throwing a couple picks, getting sacked a bunch of times. The Jets' defense has played good, especially at home. Um, And if Darnold can maintain the clock, maintain the ball, possession, um, I I like the Jets here at 3,600 to definitely hit value. I think for me it would be the Eagles at 3,200. They just give you a bunch of savings, and you'd
0: hope that Russell Wilson can't escape the the pass rush and that he takes a couple sacks and maybe fumbles or, or throws an interception. Okay. But not too high on that. I'd rather just pay up for the three defenses I mentioned before.
1: Okay. All right. Anything else?
0: So that's pretty much it for DFS. I do have a couple bets that I like this week. It is focused primarily on the Saints, teasing them down. Uh, They're currently favored 9.5. I like doing a 7-point teaser with them and the Jaguars. So you get the Jaguars up to plus 10 going up against the Tennessee Titans. I just think that's going to be a close game. It could go either way, but I like getting the 10 points there because I think the Jags can win straight up. And then the other one is a teaser with the Saints once again. So you're getting them down to minus two and a half. And then teasing them with the Green Bay Packers on Sunday night football, getting the Packers up to 10 points. I just think the Niners have a bunch of injuries on defense right now. And we kind of saw them peak a couple weeks ago. And they're just not playing as good. They almost lost to the Cardinals. And I just think three points is too much. And then with the teaser, you could get Green Bay up to 10. I, d- I think that game's going to be close. So I-, I like that there.
1: Obviously, I've been a Packers fan for a long time. I've watched Aaron Rodgers' whole career. He's from California, grew up a Niners fan. But for some reason, every time he plays the Niners in San Fran, he's awful. Hmm. He's awful. And that's that's one thing that worries about me, especially with that defense that the Niners have that he's just gonna have one of his bad games against the team that he grew up loving.
0: The Niners defense just hasn't been the same. And I know D Ford has a hamstring injury. Quan Alexander went down. Uh one of their defensive linemen tore his ACL. So they're just not the same. Richard Sherman's not as good. And Green Bay's coming off a bye. And Devontae Adams looked healthy. I I just think um I don't know if Green Bay's gonna win the game, but I I mean I think they're gonna keep it pretty close. So I,
1: Hey, I hope so. <laughs> that's, I mean, I'm pumped for that Big, game. That's yeah, going to be a huge game. Huge game. Um, the Packers, I, they need it. Um, Got to get that first round bye. I'd like to see them have a home playoff game. So that's a huge game. That's why they flexed it to the Sunday night game. It was supposed to be four o'clock. Um, flexed it to the Sunday night game. The one pick that I I'm going back to are the Jets. I just I can't believe that they're, you know, the Oakland's minus two and a half on the road um i mean oakland's oakland they haven't been great um and the jets have been playing well the past couple weeks and at home sam darnold against that raiders defense and you know Carr going on the road against the jets defense i just think that the jets can win that game outright and if you can get them with the points or throw them in a teaser and get them up to plus 10 or plus nine and a half i i mean I think that's just a lock for me. I do like the call
0: on the Jets because the Raiders are also traveling east, so it's uh, tough for a West Coast team to travel east and play the 1 o'clock because essentially they're playing at 10 a.m. Yep. And also uh, a lot of times you'll see in the NFL, team will be looking ahead to the following week, and in week 13 they go on the road to play the Chiefs in a huge divisional matchup. So – I think the Raiders are going to be more concerned with who they're playing in week 13, and they might come out a little flat against the Jets. So that's another reason that I like the Jets
1: call. Yeah. All right. Um, you know where to find us? Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, message us, questions. A lot of you have our numbers. We get texts from you all the time. Um, love talking fantasy football. Any way we can help with your season-long DFS, picks, insight. You want it. We got it. Um, anything else before we get out of here? Yeah. Keep hitting us up on Twitter, Instagram, send us a text. I,
0: I know I've been getting a bunch of them, so glad to help you guys out. And, uh, we'll be back on Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving and, and we'll break down the the Thanksgiving slate, the three game slate, and, and we'll talk about the games on Sunday as well. So
1: for sure. Love Thanksgiving slate.
0: Yeah, for sure. So,
1: all right, let's get it this week. Good luck. He's Tyler. I'm Nick. We're out. <laughs>